Hey everyone, um, I'm on my way to work, it's morning time, and yeah, I was in the car getting ready to go to work, and I thought, you know what, I think it's time, I think it's time to record another podcast, so that's what I'm doing. When you hear me lower my windows, it's because I don't have a garage, and so my windows get foggy in the morning, and I gotta lower them when I back out onto my street. Um, alright, so, what am I, why did I want to record this morning? Um, I don't think I've talked a lot about um what kind of led me I have talked some about like what led me to all the stuff I talk about on this podcast but um I haven't talked about it from like an architectural perspective yet which is what really got me here um in a pretty major way um into this, like, kind of, like, weird spiritual space, um, and so I was gonna, I want to talk about that a little bit this morning, um, because, yeah, because I, I don't know, stuff's happening in my life, and I'm not gonna, I can't talk about it right now, but it's very, it could potentially be very big shifts, and I kind of need to, like, articulate it to myself, um, in order to, like, understand why it is I'm making these big decisions that are actually occurring right now, or in the process of moving on them. Um, so, uh, yeah, so what was it? (laughs) Um, I think that our culture suffers, like, at the, part of this, like, alienation we feel like there's a spiritual component to it and there's kind of like a sense of purposelessness that is in um just the idea that you know you have a job you to make money and then success means making a lot of money with that job or something like that um i think that the alienation that comes with that um comes from like a place of not having community and I think that aspect of not having community and not being in touch with our inner selves manifests in our built environment in buildings that reflect back that alienation if that makes sense (laughs) I think that kind of made sense um So, I've talked about it before, but, like, uh, we have, like, you know, chain, like, these large, um, box stores that are, they don't really have any form to them, um, they're made as cheaply as possible 
to hold goods and services. And now that actually, you know, with the pandemic, even even that retail kind of component of the built world has actually become extracted. Um, not extracted. Well, it has been extracted from the real world, but it's been abstracted um, to like basically Amazon. Um, and so, but it's, it's been this like steady progression um, when you look at like the history of buildings um, from kind of like a craft where people built buildings like to this kind of like I guess if, what I would say is if you look at like the history of architecture <laughs> to overly simplify it but to look at it from like this kind of economic perspective um, it's been like as you get more technology and and with that more corporate control you have you see the architecture get less and less um, detailed and um, I don't know I, I would say less spiritual I mean there's less there's less personhood to it so if you look at older buildings um, they have a lot more detail to them and the reason why is because they were built with smaller pieces by craftspeople most buildings built today are built with systems basically corporate type systems what do I mean by that I mean like the metal studs in the building are supplied by one company the steel in the building is supplied by a company the the sheathing on the outside of the building is supplied by a company um these aren't these are all like specific companies um and so like in like 100 years ago if you were to build a building well maybe 150 years ago the way buildings in the west got built was very like the materials used to build them were like pretty common they were like generic materials um in the night in the late 19th century um you know you start to see a lot more steel but it's still still just steel um it's not like very proprietary i guess is the word i'm looking for um but what i found is that when that when those forms were just more common you had more craftspeople working on them um craftsmen actually in charge of doing the design and using like um forms that were part of the community and then as we get more companies and technology greatly increases um in the 20th century is when you see these you know different design philosophies like modernism come around and then those design philosophies allow for a massive oversimplification of the building facade uh, and kind of like a sterilization of our built world. And I guess that's what I'm responding to. Because I see it as all, I saw it as all interrelated, you know, like it is interrelated. Like you're, the clients are the ones who push in a lot of ways, they even select the architect. Um, so as somebody who studies architecture, 
was worked in it for a big chunk of my life um, I see that these things like you can't like just say like oh yeah architects like design a different type of building and then the sterilization of our outbuilt world goes away because uh, we just design more like interesting buildings I think I don't think that is like an answer to um I see the outside problem. I mean, like, you hear this phrase, like, all the time, like, inner world and outer world reflect each other. But I think that I see that in architecture, I see that as being so true. I mean, I don't know if anybody's heard of this town. Uh, well, I'm sure you have. If, so if you've seen The Truman Show, you've heard of this. You've seen this city. But there's this city that was built. It's called Seaside, Florida. And it's like a planned city, but it was planned around these ideas called um, new urbanism. But it was built in the 90s, in the late 90s. But this city, um, they basically took all the like form of like a traditional community and made it part of the city code. And then they, like, hired a bunch of, like, famous architects to design buildings to, like, form of a traditional community. And the result was Seaside, which was used for the setting for the Truman Show, as I said earlier. And I think that's funny. I think it's really interesting because it's, like, yeah, it's, like, in school we would call it, like, a Disneyland. It's, like, a Disneyland version of, like... And also a very, like, white version, I would say. Like, it's a very, like, Western colonized version of, like, of something that's not really of architecture, of a space. And uh, I I think it's probably one of the most horrifying things. (laughs) Like, it's uh, it's not real in any way. And, like, once again, I think we're lacking spirit. Okay. I could go on about this for a long time. Um, And I probably will in other episodes. Um, I would like to... I mean, something I could definitely talk about related to that is, like, gentrification. And kind of like colonizers moving into places of places that um, aren't like seaside at all like that aren't made for rich people but um, have a lot of spirit to them and basically taking the spirit out uh, by moving in with property taxes and other means and methods to displace people and to try to claim that spirit as your own but I'm not going to talk about that right now um I think that craft and art are intrinsic to life. And I think that it used to be that that art and craft, you just like, 
it was part of your life. It was like a way you would make money or be part of your community was you made things like spoons, bowls, houses. Um, they weren't owned. Like, the resources to make those things were not owned by anybody. Um, and you can still do this. I mean, that's the thing, is we can still do it. Like, the resources are still there. And the technology is kind of lost, but not really. Like, it's still around. Like, uh, and it's not necessarily hard to learn these things. It's just, uh, takes time. Because it's like a craft. It's, you have to get experience to do it. Um, to like, for example, with wood and timber framing, um, you got to understand wood grain and how wood fibers work and how wood grows and how different species of wood uh, grow. And how the, the grain and the way the fibers uh, connect is different for each different species of wood and also like the way the fibers connect is like gonna give you different uh, appearance on the face of like a board um and it was like inherently sustainable too um not even sustainable it was just like it was uh it would last forever um it could last potentially last forever um and I think that, like, there's people who do, like, craft. I mean, a lot of people do craft just to just to relax. I heard this guy on this YouTube channel that I talked about last episode, Mr. Chickadee, and he was, like, there was an interview with him, and he was, like, explaining why he only used hand tools. And he was, like, well, the best way I can describe it and why I don't think, um, you know, it's, 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 uh, not okay to use hand tools. I think that's what a lot of people would say. It's like, why are you using hand tools? Um, it's so much slower and inefficient and you're gonna, you know, you could like CNC route, use like a CNC digital router to make like the joinery in like, you know, a Japanese timber frame and uh, he was like I compare it to fishing he's like people go fishing um, just just for the pleasure of it you know and they buy all this gear and stuff to go fishing and then they go out and they come home empty handed but they have the pleasure of like going fishing and he's like so there's like you know, there's a pleasure and a peacefulness in doing the work. And I think that's what is bearing... A big part of what's bearing down in our culture is this, like... Uh, just this, like, disease of, like, end resultedness. We just wanted to get to the end result. We have no, like, appreciation for our journey of daily activity and how we get there. And... Uh, I don't know. I see that. I see that a big part of that is this like belief in a separate self, belief, you know, um, this, this in a capitalist society, you know, this belief where like you buy things to make happy, 
make you happy. It's like all, all that matters is what we have, not like the process it took to get us there. So, and in, and in fact, when you're always doing that, you never can appreciate where you are right in this moment because you're always in the process of getting the next thing. All right, I'm at work now, and uh, I'll record more on this later, hopefully. All right, thanks for listening. Bye. Hey, I'm adding on to my other podcast that had bad recording quality. <laughs> um, I... Uh, have been thinking about a lot of stuff and I thought it would be helpful to share here so I'm sorry if this podcast jumps from topic to topic in insane directions and I just gotta share this I I feel like I need to share it so like um, I'm just gonna say this this is like oh yeah just I want to put a little warning I don't know even who listens to my podcast so Maybe you know I'm all over the place and maybe like... But this is going to be about magical stuff. So... Like, you are God type stuff. So, that's basically what I was going to say. I listened to this really, really great podcast. uh, Archives for Aliens. Uh, This episode called You Are God with this uh, woman, Lindsay Zimmerman. Was super good. And... I had this huge breakthrough realization after I listened to that that um, I had been putting God outside myself my entire life and including like relationally so I guess what I was thinking about this right now was like um, we can put it on our partners I can put it on my partner this is something I do, um, that, um, that they need to be, how do I say this, outside authority for my life, like, I need them to be okay with all my ideas, you know, and I think this is, like, a thing, like, I really want to, and, like, especially if you're a guy, I think, like a guy like me (laughs) you can think that if like a really uh beautiful woman like likes your ideas that like that means that you're a worthwhile person and so you can get in a relationship like it's easy to get a relationship in a relationship like for those reasons and think that that's what the reasons should be that you should be in a relationship and what's going to happen is like you're going to have your authority your sense of self your matter defining (laughs) knowledge and feelings outside of yourself and you're going to put that on the other person and they're not going to make your world what you want it to be and so you're going to be stuck with you're going to be with this beautiful person thinking that like it could be like a job it could be anything but like I think one thing one thing like guys probably deal with a lot is like uh, 
thinking that that person is going to like make things happen for you. And our culture like trains us to put our authority outside of ourselves. It's like you have to have a 9 to 5 job. You have to have a retirement plan. You have to have all this stuff like cuz you you need to manage your risk. You need to manage risk is what our culture tells us, which isn't true. We're here to have fun. We're here to play. We're here to have a good time and be inspired um, with art. I know, I'm going, like, this this episode, like, the tail end of this episode is, like, off the deep end. But I totally think that's where things are. And I think that's probably the best and most important thing I can say. Like, in your heart is where you're in authority, where you are. That's your, like, authority. Like, um, you know, I don't, Yeah. I, I mean, for some of us, I think that my heart might mean also, like, your gut. But, like, in your, like, in your knowing, in your inner knowing, that's where your authority is. And that's and it feels like a homecoming. And it feels like the best place. It feels like springtime. It feels like staring up at the night sky and knowing that things are just fabulous. No one has to pay for that. And like it's right here for us all and um you're the one like when you watch the synchronicities when you watch the events things when you take risk and you know you're going to be okay when you take that risk just keep doing it keep going towards the risk so that's all I guess, I don't know, I didn't really go back to the relationship thing. But I'm not an expert on relationships. I am in a very long, um, and I would say very beneficial relationship. Um, And I have been for a long time. Um, And um, I think there's this thing like our culture like like the rom- the the romantic comedy like the romanticism you know like it's like this one person came and they saved me and um that's a really I I feel like that's a really unhealthy idea. Maybe some people that's their path for their life, but I don't feel like that's probably very true for a lot of us. And I think that's why like ideas like polyamory are like uh really powerful because it forces you and I'm not saying like people should be polyamorous or not. Like I'm not and I don't have an intention to be. Um but I do think as a concept it's really powerful in that um it forces you to realize that like somebody else outside of you is not going to answer your issues. Um, like, so you're going to have to let go of that romanticism about that idea. Cause I feel like in our culture, that's like the ultimate, like outside yourself is like significant other. I mean, think about that term significant other, my significant other. We have an intention to love everybody. I think that's where we're at. We have the ability to love everyone we see unconditionally. We don't 
because we live in fear programming and we live in lack programming but it's there like waiting for us I don't know I just got a little like really like rose petals falling from the sky um anyways thanks for listening to this if you did (laughs) um I'm gonna be back to reading my book soon my laptop's still broken so I've been doing a bunch of other crazy stuff that I would love to tell you all about once it happens um and um I'll get back to reading that book though once I get the laptop up and running but or I might just record again on my phone with the book reading but anyways take care and have an awesome day and you are an incredible existence on this planet you are a gift you are love incarnate (laughs) I just saw a semi drive by and it says shine on it's an ad for Jimmy Dean sausage but no seriously it just drove in front of me so shine on that is that is the instructions all right peace